The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death! dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Aren't the droids we're looking for? Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Do my only help. Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I, 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 Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi, Mandalorian. And everybody else to another edition of the new order for life podcast. We are a Star Wars podcast, and we're coming for you or on you. We're coming for you, you. sucker. I mean, <laughs> We're coming from a galaxy far, far away. And if you do not know that we are a Star Wars podcast, well, there's sunshine. Go back to bed. Because the real men are here. The baddest podcast. The tag real team champions. champions. The tag team champions. Not the Nikolai Volkov and the Archik baby. No, 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 no. It is the Doc and GGP. And we are the tag team champions. From my galaxy far, far away. I am one happy host. I am a professional wrestler, bad Iron Sheik impersonator, but also always aficionado. I am the Greek god Papadon, aka GGP. And alongside with me, riding shotgun like Chewie the Han, he just flew in from California, and boy, is his arms tired. <laughs> I am smarter than 2-1-B, more technical than FX7, the god of Steel and Thunder. And Pop, I just figured out today why Kylo Ren was so fucking horny for Rey. Why, Doc? Because he was Ben Solo for so long. Dr. Destroyo. Tremendous. Nice. You got the Jared Leto Joker laugh on that one. Gotta, gotta anyway. love them, da- them dad jokes. Gotta love them. Oh, you gotta love them. Gotta love them. What did one fridge say to the other fridge, Doc? Huh, I'm sorry. I'm no- what, are, what are one? What are, I messed it up. What did one toilet say to the other toilet? I have no idea. You look flushed. You look flushed, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. It's been some time. Doc was away on vacation. We were both tending to personal business, so we apologize for the long hiatus. But no, we just don't. like, <laughs> just like Spiros' case of herpes, we always make a comeback. That's right. Love you, big guy. We miss you. Indeed. Hope, every... Hope everything's going well with that big rash. <laughs> Speak, speaking of big rash, I, uh, you know, if if anybody's following the NFO. Facebook page. Um, I was like Papa Don just said. I was in California recently, and 
anytime you're in California, you do what the Romans do. And no, not, no, not, not the Greeks either. Um, and you go to Disney because, you know, my kids want to bleed me dry a very stinking dollar I have and go to Disney at, you know, the beginning of August, which is like the fucking 10th circle of hell when it comes to money and heat and the fact that I want to throw elbows on everybody who's sitting over there. Um, my my big guy came with us, which is cool. Um, and uh, he hasn't been to the California Disney ever. So and I have a few times and he's never been to, to a Galaxy's Edge. So we had to take him to Galaxy's Edge. So. I booked a lightsaber experience because he hadn't seen it. And I think my little one, Grayson, didn't see it either. So I took all the kids into the lightsaber experience. We got there and I kind of misjudged timing there because traffic in L.A. is awful. And we booked it to fucking Galaxy's Edge just just in time to make the appointment at Savi's workshop. Um, And I let Grayson pick out the pieces that he wanted for his lightsaber. And he went with the the peace and protection one, which is like the... uh, you know, the old school, uh, um, high, not High Republic. What's the, uh, like, like the KOTOR, uh, version of the, uh, the lightsaber. Like it's like gold inlays and it's like filigree and stuff. And it was pretty cool. And you, you get to pick your own stone. So, um, as they were passing the stones around, he was really making this life changing decision. And what, what color do you think he picked up? Hello. He picked purple. Um, which is cool. So, um, and the oldest one, the oldest one had, I had, I had made one for him already. I was, we think I'm spending 500 and fucking 30 bucks in this place. Are you crazy? 240 was enough. Um, I had made him one like a year and a half ago and I had given it to him. He picked the parts out and I, that guy and I gave it to him, but I just wanted him to experience it. So on top of that, um, you know, previous years you needed to get a, a virtual ticket to get into Rise of the Resistance. You had to log on at 6.59.59 and 99 seconds and then refresh the button until they gave you a spot in the queue. Uh, dog they've spot. Done the dog spot, yeah, liver spot, whichever. They they did away with that now, which is good. Um, I guess it got a little less popular and because there was a lot less people there than I thought it was going to be. I got a very clear, unobstructed shot of myself and the family in front of the Falcon and there was like not a soul in sight. Um, so they did away with that. We had the fast pass that, you know, you pay an extra, I don't know, 60 bucks a person per ticket or some shit like that to do the, to do the fast pass, but they kind of dick you around because you only could do one ride in one slot per person per like per like section. So if your slots in two hours, you can't do anything else until then, unless you cancel that and do something else. So we did smugglers run. Finally, we kind of walked through the fast pass for that, which was dope. It was a really great ride. Um, you get to go in there and you get, to, you, there's, there's three different seats. You could be the pilot, a gunner, or an engineer. And the pilot is actually steering the fucking ship. And you can crash into different things. And my daughter was on one side. And my big guy was on the other side. And he had the up and down control. She had the left and right. So we're like fucking doing tailspins all over the place. And he finally just grabbed hers and was like giving the old two-family hand, two-handed family gredunza on both sides over there. Because um, she was like fucking, fucking whiplash. And I'm on the gunners. I'm like. I feel like I'm like, babe, I, I think this is what we did last night. I'm just like, you know, ticking away at the fucking, at the, <laughs> I'm like, ah, I'm like, look at this. Uh, look at the figure action. Well, you can't even see it going so fast. Um, and then they're in the back. They got to shoot like the cables and they have to like put the fires out on the fucking on the ship when it's happening. So it was a really cool ride. It was really, it was, it was, it was pretty dope. Um, and then um, we went into the cantina, which was an experience of an, in and of its own. In the past, again, you had to make a reservation like two months ahead of time. They were letting walkings go, which was pretty dope. It was pretty sweet. We had five drinks, two non-alcoholic. I paid hundred bucks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, and they weren't they were they weren't pouring tall boys. Let me tell you. Um, then we went to um, the gift shop, you know, which is Den uh, and Dax, whatever the fuck it is, where they sell like the sabers and other bullshit. The antiquities um, thing, right? Yeah, the antiquities thing exactly. Doc uh, Doc on docks. Um, I don't buy anything that you know. I had most of the bullshit that was over there. We did that, and then for the rise of the resistance, it was like a ninety-minute wait, and there was no—you couldn't use the fast pass that you bought with the tickets. They said if you want to go on it, you need to buy another fast pass just for that ride alone, and it's twenty-five bucks a person. So I'm like, now fuck, like, do I not go on this ride again because I'm being a cheap fuck? You know, like the Jew in me was like really pulling and tearing and i'm like and my wife was like just fucking buy it whatever so we bought it 
an extra, another extra 125 bucks. That fucking Walt Disney is grabbing my cock with two hands and twisting it in opposite directions. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> gosh, we got to spin on that one pretty quick. Um, but I thought Smuggler's Run was actually better than the other one. But they had all these characters who were like totally kayfabing it up. Like it's a whole it's a whole gimmick where you get onto the ship and like did the ship. Did you see Ray? Wait, did not see Ray. I saw Boba though and Fennec Shand. Didn't see Ray. Thank oh, God. I saw Fennec Shand. Yes, yes, I did see Fennec Shand. So they did they put you, you on the ship. You just slip with your number, but like, you're uh, no, I'm in room 112 where the players dwell. I, sl- I slipped on my black chrysanthemum. Um, <laughs> we, um, <laughs> did her, he ripped off her Trandoshan arms? Exactly. We, uh, Trandoshan lips. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> you, you get on some ship and, like, they give, they give you the gimmick with Finn and the gimmick with Poe. You know, they have, like, the video, oh, flying into this thing, blah, blah, blah. The secret base is here. Don't tell the, you know, the, the new, the, 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 I want to call them the Empire, but uh, what do they call these? First Order. First Order. There you go. And then suddenly the ship gets captured. Empire from Wish. Yeah, you you, you take off. You, you you're in one place. You take off, and then you like you suddenly you're in a completely different fucking place, which was really odd. Like I don't know, and I really didn't feel the ship really moving, which is kind of strange. And they even opened the same door, which was like an even funnier gimmick. Um, and you get out, and suddenly you're like on the first order fucking like brigade, like on on the bridge. And there's all these stormtroopers lined up, and they got all these people dressed as like imperial commanders. And you know, Disney is like the happy place. Everybody's like, you know, oh yeah, I mean, they fucking kayfaved it up to the max. They were mean to everybody. I was like, this is the best job in Disney because they're treating these kids like shit, and they're getting paid for it, and they're supposed to be doing it. It was hilarious, and they're kill- stone face, hundred percent keeping a kayfabe. They're like, stand in these circles over here. You go to group blue. You go to group green. Don't move, prisoner, or you'll be taken for the, like, you know, for interrogation or whatever it is. And they're walking around with their hands behind their back with the fucking hats on. And my son is like, you know, he's 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 uh, the king of the ADHD. He's all over the place. So he starts like bouncing around and grabbing things. She's like, "What did I tell you, prisoner?" And he's like, "Totally." And it was like, I was like, "Wow, Disney got nasty for this," which is perfect. It was great. And then they bring you to some other bullshit, and then you jump on another ride, and you do like all this like, gimmick bullshit. And then we left the park to go to the park across the street, which is like associated with Disney, to do the the Marvel, um, the Avengers uh, uh, University thing, the compound thing, which was kind of whack. Um, we did a few rides there. Then we came back because we realized Star Tours had like a five minute wait. So we just banged out Star Tours really fast. So I did the whole quad factor of fucking all the Disney, all the Star Wars stuff at Disney. Sharon almost threw up on a, on on a Star Tours, which is great. Um. But it was good. It was great. Like I got to knock everything out. It's not like insanely busy like it has been for the last three years. Um, in a busy time, it was it was pretty cooled off, and uh, we we knocked the whole fucking thing out. I carried a lightsaber for ten hours on my back, which is real fun. Um, and it was good. I mean, you know, if if I know you haven't met yet, you haven't made it out there yet because you're gonna have to pay all the uh, the hundred the hundred children fees. But uh, it's definitely worth going to, and you. You'll you'll definitely pop for all the shit there. We we ate at one of the restaurants as well. We had like the the Ronto wrap, and the kids had the fucking yum nug yum nub nuggets, you know, and made a real Ewok testicles or whatever the fuck they're putting inside those things. <laughs> and my kids, all they were talking about was a Star Wars mac and cheese. Like my daughter never eats mac and cheese, and she was like, "Yo, this Star Wars mac and cheese is legit." And my son was like, "Yo, this Star Wars mac and cheese is legit." And they wanted to go back. We ordered some other mac and cheese from like the cars, like fucking diner. He's like, "This mac and cheese is, sh- is shit." I want yeah. the Ewok mac and cheese. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was you know nice. what? It's a good segue to, with, of your story because Disney just heard that their uh, earnings call on this past Wednesday. And things are not looking good in the House of Mouse. Nope. They're bleeding like, like, uh, like, like a woman in the middle of the month, yeah. dude. Like literally, really hemorrhaging a lot of Scarol with all these box office box office failures. We'll talk oh. about ha- Haunted Mansion, which completely fucking flopped for them. What would they think, dude? Come on. You know, anyway. Listen, the cast was, you know, a, a you know a bunch of people that it don't make sense together. But Andy flopped. All these, all the stuff and uh, all the numbers and the subscribers for um, Disney Plus is down. They're losing money with Disney Plus. Yep. Um, well, nobody gives on. a fuck about She-Hulk or gives a fuck about, uh, you know, Visions or gives a fuck about... The Bad Batch. You know, people are like, whatever. They're going to sign up oh, to Disney Plus on. for a month, it, knock it, out it Ahsoka, gets, and then go back out. It, it gets even worse, dude. They lost $250 million on closing the ride. 
the the Star Cruise thing, right? Yep, yep. After spending an enormous amount of money, um, park attendance is the lowest it's ever been. And it's down, and you can I attest. Could, to I can that. attest to that. And here's the kicker: they gotta buy Hulu. They gotta sell Hulu. You mean? No, they gotta buy it. What do you mean, buy it? They gotta buy out their partners. Their partners are Hulu with Comcast and somebody else. And Comcast wants out. And they had it valued a couple years ago at like $7 billion for Hulu. I don't know why. But now they have to pay out the third of that. And their cash is depleted. Mm-hmm. They are screwed. They're at the point right now where I heard a rumor. I don't know how true it is that Apple may be interested in buying uh, D- Disney. Disney. I heard that too. But I heard another rumor today. and read an article that um, Bob Iger says that he didn't say yes or no about selling, but the rumor is that it's not going to be Apple. It's going to be BlackRock. Oh, my! my the, the place I dumped my money into? BlackRock Financial? No, BlackRock is an investment. Uh, not an investment. It's, uh, uh, they, they, they have, there's a management company. They have over a trillion dollars. Trillions. Trillions. Like $3 trillion. Yeah, the they, have, they, have, they have all my retirement money. They own everything. Everything, all the media companies. If you look at anything, uh, you know anything that has any value, any merit, you know, blue chip, you know, standard, you know, label, whatever, you know, brand. They own a certain percentage of everything. The way to do it, baby, dude. I'm telling you, bro. So this, we may see Iger sell out Disney to them to cement his legacy. And bring Disney to the forefront, but we never know because whatever happens oh, is happening. They but. gotta, they gotta do something with the product if they want to fucking do that. Because at this point, like you know, it's a, it's a, it's a train wreck. Did um, you watch uh, Secret Invasion yet? I did not. But before you go there, Disney Plus is going up in price per yeah, month. That, did you see that? Yeah, that sucks, man. Thirteen ninety nine a month. They, they got balls doing that in, in this time, eh? Ridiculous. I, I, think, I, I think they're going to wind up hurting, hurting themselves more than they're going to be helping themselves by doing that. Especially since they, they they just did a little purge and took off a bunch of titles and no one yep. can see anymore. Exactly. So it's ridiculous. I did not watch Secret Invasion yet. Um, okay. Uh, speaking about purging, Disney. Yeah. Sorry. You all right? No, that's purging. Oh. Disney's winding down Lucasfilm's High Republic High Republic Publishing Initiative. <laughs> So a new rumor claims that Walt Disney Company ordered Lucasfilm to wind down the High Republic Publishing Initiative. The scoopers WDW Pro revealed that, and quote, Disney Lucasfilm Press is apparently being given orders for Disney, not from Lucasfilm, but Disney proper, that it's time to wind down the High Republic, whatever that means, uh, to wind down the High Republic, and it's time to wind down young adult novel releases. High Republic saw a 90 to 95% drop in sales between the launch of Light of the Jedi and the current High Republic novels in barely over two years. That uh, is substantial. Bro, 90 to 95% drop? That is that is literally nearly everything, <laughs> which is bananas. So... The fact that 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 they've been like, all right, this is hemorrhaging fucking money. We're not pay, paying Claudia Gray to dick around and do whatever she's doing anymore. We're out. Um, is truly telling as to what the fucking problem is in Disney right now. Um, it is really insane, like insane, insane. Um, for them to completely just abandon, you know, the course they were going for. It's an, if, if 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 I'm a business and you know I had a product that was selling at X and suddenly I you know re-release associated products with that and it's now 94% less 95% less um what it was previously the sales of course you got to go I mean that's just fucking that's that's just the business practice that's not it's common sense um big flop for them man I'm and I, honestly I got to be I'm surprised it lasted that long you know what dude the problem with it is it's Books. Nobody's reading books anymore. They're putting again. It's all about political agenda and ideology, and they're putting that in the in the forefront instead of a great story. You know, you have yeah. all these Jedi's in the height of the Jedi, where it's peace and all this stuff, and they're fighting pirates. Now, could it be cool? Depending on what the pirates. Uh, from what I heard, the pirates. 
Give me that lube. Um, the, 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 the bad guy, the, the head bad guy, whatever his name is, seemed like a cool guy, a cool character. But then you have all these plant creature things that, I don't know, I didn't even read them, dude. I bought one of the first rocks, two novels. Rocks, rocks. And yeah, yeah, Geo, The Rock, and all this other stupid got stuff. The it, it just, exactly. Five exactly. Jedis, whatever they are. Anyway, it, it, insane, insane. Um, you know, in the, the the modern day age with iPads and social media and fucking everything digital, you know, are kids really reading books? No. Like, like are they? No. And if they're reading books, it's the books that are like, it's like a Harry Potter that is wildly popular that, you know, that, that the story is great, they know that they know that it's not happening. Now, the question that I have is, is that same issue, especially post-COVID, bleeding into the movies? Where people only really want to go see these blockbuster fucking movies. Like, nobody gives a fuck about, you know, all these random-ass movies that you know are going to be on Netflix or fucking Hulu or Disney Plus in two months. Like, what am I going to go spend my 18, 20 not, bucks no, for? No, it's not true. Because the Flash bombed. Right? Flash but, bombed. Okay, in, but that has the whole DC okay. fucking stink all over it. Indiana Jones bombed. Yeah. Okay. Um, geriatric uh, Harrison Ford. Stop it! That movie was a it was a good movie. Stop it was it. a good movie, but if people look at a geriatric Harrison Ford and go like, "Oh, do I really want to go see eighty year old man fucking that belongs in a museum?" I, I wanted to go see it, but I'm talking about you know to make those millions to the billions, you got to get everybody invested. Well, yeah, like a Barbie or Oppenheimer. You see Oppenheimer yet? I'm gonna go see it tomorrow night. It's amazing. It's amazing. Make sure you wear your depends. It's three hours long. As, so ease off of the soda. Should I go take a piss when they drop the bomb on Hiroshima or Nagasaki? Which one? Go drop a bomb in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing I told Ben, uh, Ben Hamin, shout out to him, conspiracy horseman brother. When he goes on a plane to go on a vacation, when he's about to go into the bathroom, be like, yo, I'm gonna blow this shit up. <laughs> Just gotta wear the gimmick though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, tremendous. Anyway, Wait, speaking about... I, I, I have to hold, hold that thought. I have to just divert. When I was married to my ex-wife, she, after 9-11, was like petrified of going on planes. And we went on a couple here and there, but she always like literally clutching the fucking rosary beads like this. Just doing the Hail Mary. In front of us was these these one Arabic guy and his friend was sitting like two rows back. And they, they were talking in fucking Arabic to each other. And now she's like this. Like head, uh, eyes wide open, head... The guy like lifts, he has a computer. He's sitting like right in front of us. I can see the thing. And she's like shaking. He lifts the computer. I'm like, like, babe, he's got a computer open over there. She's like, what? what? I was like, there's some numbers counting down on it. And she starts like fucking going, <laughs> like literally, she's like having a panic attack on the eye. And I'm fucking popping. Uh, that's, why, that's why she's my ex wife. Anyway. Oh, tremendous. Well, you know. Three-hour runtime for Oppenheimer, but the runtimes for the first and second episode of Ahsoka has come in, uh, which is debuting on the 23rd of August, back-to-back, -back, and it's going to be an hour and 36 minutes long. That's a good, that's a, that's a good time frame. You know, it's landing in the typical Mando 40-plus minutes, kind of, you know, uh, 45 minutes-ish episode that they have. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Again, you know, more time, sure. But build me a good story. Well, according to Filoni, he decided to stick to Lucas's guns and faster and quicker and get to the point. Less less fat around the storytelling. She so um, I, I think this is the last the, the last effort, man. I think if Ahsoka bombs, it's going to be really fucking bad for Disney. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. And really and worse for Star Wars. Well, that's because they messed up with Kenobi, dude. They messed up with Kenobi big time. And I, you know, I told Kenobi. You, I mean, listen, you know, Book of Boba Fett, terrible and then, failure. The last season of Mando, good, not amazing, good. It's just, how many hits can you take before the ship goes down? No, I get it. I get it. Um, we'll, be a, we'll be doing a Star Trek podcast soon. <laughs> I'd rather do a Marvel podcast. Yeah, um, Star Mar Wars. Marvel Legends podcast. Oh, God. You start me off on that. It's your fault. I blame me. No, it's not my fault. I told you. 
I warned you. I wasn't the crack dealer. Yes, you were. You were like, yo, I got some heads for you. <laughs> That's only because you asked. Uh, Ahsoka confirms the identity of the show's new Inquisitor. So, this it's comes a Spanish Inquisitor. It's the Conquistadors, Edge and Kristen. Um, per the, an official. C! <laughs> no, they didn't say C. That was me. Per an official entry on the Star Wars official website, the character is simply named Marek. M-A-R-R-O-K. And while they are equipped with what appears to be armor of an Inquisitor, that life is long behind them. They, I mean, the mysterious Marek now works as a mercenary hired by Morgan Elsbeth to carry out dark deeds. Fully this, encased... this is uh, the guy who's um, Ray Stevenson? No. This is the Inquisitor with the spinning lightsaber. Yeah. Right? That everyone said it was going to be uh, Ezra. It was going to be, uh, uh, what's the chick's name? Barisafi. Right? Yep. The mysterious Na Marek now works as a mercenary hired by Morgan Zelsbeth to carry out dark deeds. Fully encased Ooh, in battered... Dirty deeds. <laughs> in ba battle battle armor. The warrior still carries out a red double-bladed lightsaber with a circular hilt. While the hired warriors' motivations are still unknown, it's likely they'll be working on bringing Grand Admiral Thrawn back to the galaxy. Blah, 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 blah. So, someone's saying, what if this is Galen Merrick? Mm. And this may be Starkiller. Interesting. And, that, and he survived because obviously Vader died, but then that kind of leaves a plot hole while Vader... Doesn't tell him, you're right. Tell your sister you're right. Oh, by the way, I had an apprentice named Galen Merrick. Eh, listen, oh. Anakin's not going to give up any of the secrets while he's and, kicking the fucking bucket. And there's a planet called Exegol I went to. You should go check yeah, out. And the Emperor's still alive. Oh, whatever. So, anyway. Uh, I think the Starkiller gimmick would be fucking great. I think it would be awesome. Um, I'm in. The mask comes off as Sam Witwer. That'd be dope. That would be even fucking doper. Kenobi. Yeah. Ahsoka report reveals a plan to fix the strangest part of Star Wars canon. Lucas film leaker Jason Ward of Making Star Wars reports that Ahsoka will feature a fight scene between Anakin and a younger Ahsoka set on Mustafar. Oh, that alone isn't a huge shock since we already knew Hayden Christensen was returning, although the location is a nice surprise. However, there are a few interesting details. For one thing, the scene will feature a younger Ahsoka placing the fight somewhere in the prequels area. But even stranger, the scene will also feature a deceased Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, uh, dead Obi-Wan Kenobi! <laughs> Ward compares it to the iconic moment in A New Hope when Kenobi struck down by Darth Vader and becomes one with the Force. One theory might be that Soka is simply having a Force vision. However, for, uh, Ward report seems to confirm that this is all happening thanks to the world between worlds. Uh -huh. she's, walk she's walking down a hole of mirrors, so to speak, and she looks into one and she sees this moment. Ward says... That might be all that it is, or it just might be simply a vision. Well, you know, the Star Wars has pushed this gimmick on us before. You remember when we were watching the uh, the trailers for um, Rise of Skywalker, where we saw this evil Ray with a spinning lightsaber in the teeth? Yeah. You know, it's the same gimmick stuff. But I, I think, I think they they could pull this off because a, a, a it means a little bit more. You know, they would have to kind of give you some backstory and some context as to how this is happening and why it's happening. Um, before they just thrust you into fucking watching Ahsoka fight Anakin and, and Musafar with a dead Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, but I think it would be cool if she winds up going through multiple different iterations of different parts of, um, of, of the, uh, the, the prequels or the, or even the fucking sequels or the other side of the OT. Um, could you imagine if she's with Luke on the fucking second Death Star fighting Darth Vader. That would be fucking amazing. If they weave it into the story in a specific kind of way. So 
I'm I'm interested in how they're gonna potentially use the world between worlds and see if they could, you know, eke out some cool what if moments um out of the Star Wars universe. I'm a huge fucking what if mark and I said that before many, many times. So yesterday uh I showed episode three to my oldest son. Minus how old how old your oldest son? Ten. Ten. So minus the Mustafar burning scene, I took covered his eyes and fast forward. What are you, some fucking liberal? What's going on over here? No, no, I just don't want to deal with the fucking the That's wife. That's all right. There's one way to deal with the wife, okay? She doesn't That's, listen. That's why I got 37 kids, I know. I know. So point being is he loved it. And then of when the line did. of course he did. The line came on. Your new empire, Anakin. My allegiance to the Republic, to democracy. And I did it with his voice, and he started laughing. He's like, Dad, you're a cornball. I was like, yes, I am. Yeah, that's right, son. <laughs> Don't ever forget it. <laughs> uh, you, what you should have done was made him watch episode one and cover all the Jar Jar. Cover his eyes with the Jar Jar. I should have, yeah. So. This is much you, more horrific than watching a man burning. Are you, are you, are you sitting down right now? I, I am sitting down right now. Okay. Star Wars merchandise. Merchandise? Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. But Yogan, what is this place? What is it that you do here? Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Open up this door. <laughs> Come, walk this way. Take a look. We put the picture's name on everything. Merchandising, merchandising. Where the real money from the movie is made. Spaceballs the t-shirt. Spaceballs the coloring book. Spaceballs the lunchbox. Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> the kids love this one. Seeming, seemingly, Leek's beloved characters return in Ahsoka. According to SWNN... Misha Jaja Binks in Ahsoka? <laughs> <laughs> an Amazon listing for an official licensed T-shirt depicting Hera Syndulla, which is played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, lists a handful of characters already confirmed to be in the show, along a certain returning Jedi. Jedi. This character, in the final warning for potential Star Wars... Pelimoto. Ahsoka, Ahsoka spoilers is none other than Anakin Skywalker. Oh, what? What? And the tag new empire. The tagline is stop. Either you're with me or you're my enemy. You turned her against me. You did that yourself, Anakin. Stop looking for fashion help in all the wrong places. Ah! It's the Amazon blurb. Transport yourself to a galaxy far, far away with cool new apparel. Featuring Ahsoka Tano, Sabine Ren, Anakin Skywalker, Mon Mothma, and all your oh. favorite Star Wars Ahsoka stars. If Mon Mothma is not my favorite Star Wars star, I mean, come on. you Clearly, you got to throw her name into that one. So... Why in God's earth would they be pushing Mon Mothma? She's like literally the Marty Jannetty of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> did, did you watch The Dark Side of the Rig, by the way? No, I haven't watched it. Oh, yet. I just, just watched it just now. That guy is a fucking mess, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, unfortunately, so much talent and wasted it away. So, uh, <laughs> you, ever hear, <laughs> you ever hear the story about when him, uh, he came to NYNWC way, way back in the day, and... Uh, he was drunk in the back seat with two other wrestlers driving. He goes, hey, so you guys are boys? Yeah, yeah. Y'all kiss? They're like, what? <laughs> Y'all kiss? You know, all the boys up north do that. And he's like, they're like, they're like, no, no. no. It, it was Stockade and uh, who? <laughs> it was Stockade and freaking. And, and, and Alvin Alvarez. And Barbar Barbarian. Uh, the Warlord. You ever hear that? No. Oh, I'll tell you off of that. <laughs> Okay, so new posters drop for 
for Ahsoka, showcasing its heroes and villains. You saw them? Uh, I saw some of them, yeah. Nothing really exciting, right? Did they no. have any spoilers? Sorry, I'm yawning. No spoilers. Very, very, very tired. But the one thing that was interesting was the lightsaber of um, uh, Balin. It looks like an old like medieval sword where you have to use the pepper grinder, fucking two hands nice. on the hilt. Nice. And he's obviously covered in armor. That's, you know how piss, that's how I piss every morning, bro. You know when he was walking down the hallway in the in the trailer? You know what he reminded me of? Darth Malgus. Darth Malgus. Yeah, I can see that. With the, without the mask. Right? Malgus yep. was the one with the mask? The, red, the, uh, the half mask? Yes, the half mask. Yeah. So, anyway. Now he's Darth Lifeless, so. Oh, well. Whatever. Too soon, too soon, too soon, I know. Oh, that hurt. I just got that. <laughs> hopefully he does a great job but anyway uh, but hopefully he doesn't because we can't bring him back he probably dies in it anyway bro come on we, we, we would hope right if not uh, put, put a mask on we bring him back <laughs> the star wars community still debating the big darth vader choice in obi-wan kenobi did you read this i did read this um i did read this so you know as we as all of us kind of sat there um Watching the Kenobi uh, when when uh, Obi Wan and Anakin have their their fateful meeting, when Anakin delivers the speech to him about you know that Obi Wan didn't fail him, Anakin Skywalker failed himself, and etc. 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 With the red and the blue light, the red and the blue lighting, which was absolutely if that doesn't win an Oscar, nothing you know nothing should. Um, why did Obi Wan walk away and leave Vader again alive? Um, to potentially cause whatever, you know, evils in the world that he knew that he was going to cause. So there's a couple of schools of thought in this, which I thought were pretty good. It's almost like, you know, from that certain point of view kind of gimmick. Um, one of them was that the blow that Obi-Wan, sh- you know, struck on him to the mask was supposed to be the killing strike. That Anakin moved out of the way at the last second. Uh, sorry, Vader moved that away last second, and it did not decapitate him, but rather it split the mask open. And Obi Wan had all intentions to to finish finish what he started, but once the soliloquy happened between the two, that's a big word. We can look it up if you want. Um, Obi Wan didn't have the heart to do it anymore, just like he didn't have the heart to to kill him in Musafar, and kind of left him there. The other school of thought is that. Because the armor was so damaged, the mask was so damaged, and they were in such a faraway planet without any, you know, aerial support for Vader to get out of there, Obi-Wan left him, much like he left him in um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, to die on that planet, assuming that he was going to die. But, you know, if he assumed the first time, you know, assuming the second time is probably not a smart thing to do. And then there was the thought process that you know he didn't kill him in episode three and he couldn't kill him in episode six and sorry in, in kenobi and there was kind of like this tether point to that the point that was when they were training with each other um and he was telling anakin you know how aggressive he is and how he shouldn't be aggressive and that you know jedis defend and jedis don't kill you know, was that the foreshadowing for what happened at the end? Um, and that's why he, he 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 didn't take his life because he doesn't kill. Um, but then somebody countered that effect with, well, he killed Maul twice for the most part. And why did he do that? Um, you know, the first time you can imagine why he did that is because Maul, you know, skewered his master directly in front of him, probably the person that Obi-Wan had the most connection with in his entire life and you know and then blind rage and hatred he did that and then why kenobi killed um maul at the end of rebels was because the two of them just had just fucking had it out for each other and and maul was one of the very few people that really got on kenobi's goat that he just could not could not resist putting the skewer through his fucking heart so i thought they were all kind of three really cool explanations as to why um, he walked away and didn't kill him. If I had to pick the one that I liked the most, I liked the fact that 
he was going to deliver the killing blow. And then they and they still tie in that whole Jedi's don't kill speech that he gave him before that. But it was also because of the fact that, you know, he saw Anakin's face and saw what had happened and just like kind of lost the ability to kind of hate him and try to murder him. But again, still, still whatever atrocities Vader caused, it's like the whole fucking Batman thing. You know, the fact that he leaves the fucking Joker alive every single time and every single time a Joker comes back, how many people are we found on the fucking floor with a smile on their face? Dead. Um, you know, those were all on Batman's fucking back. So I think it was, a, you know, kind of a similar moment. I think an amalgamation of all those three is a really good explanation as to, you know, the puzzling fucking question as to why he just put the saber through his fucking head. Yeah, I guess you read the article. <laughs> I did read the article. I liked it. Uh, it was interesting from a certain point of view. All these things, they, they, they're right there, right to a certain degree. Like, was, was Vader unarmed? No, he he had the saber in his hand because because the yeah the red the, the red yeah, and the blue were happening. Yeah, one of them there. was saying that Jedi don't kill unarmed opponents, but I mean, with yeah, well, Maul, it's Anakin. He is kind of unarmed. Put him bunch. So I don't know. I, I to me personally, that was a big fucking red flag and a bad booking mistake. Vader should have won the fight. Vader should have. Honestly, if they would have put it where Vader was baiting him uh, with the speech, and 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 he's a goal, he's about to go for the killing blow, or whatever, and Vader does the ground gimmick where he does the earthquake, and right before, you know, and and what's his name, uh, Kenobi falls in the hole, and Vader's standing over them, he's breathing, and looks up, and goes, "Who has the high ground now?" and throws. And throws all the rocks on him, and he thinks he's dead. And then you hear Anakin, you hear uh, Qui Gon's voice, like we said, uh, uh, you know, Obi Wan, Kenobi, get up, you know, like, like Mickey loves you, you son of a bitch. And then he gets up, and he, you know, Vader leaves, you know, and then he gets in his fucking ship and goes to fucking Tatooine, you know. Or someone said that. They should have put in Qui-Gon's voice telling him not to kill him because he's still the chosen one. He's still going to dis- to destroy the Sith. Yeah, I don't like that. Eh. Anyway, can't make chicken salad out of that chicken shit. Fuck so. you, master! <laughs> Star Wars just quietly changed lightsaber canon. In Star Wars 35, released in June by Marvel Comics, Luke looks for help. After his blue saber sustained damage, he finds Dr. Quata. Oh, a strange- Dr. Quata. Yes. I went to med school with that guy. A strange and shady character. Oh, see, I know. Luke gets a lesson in how sabers work. Then <laughs> Dr. <laughs> You're going to learn today. Going to make a man out of you. Then Dr. Quata. We are like a pig. Yeah. Then Dr. Quata presents him with a red kyber crystal, asking Luke to drain its dark side. Ooh, when Luke, yeah. Yo, I've asked a couple of chicks to do that. Uh, when Luke tries, he instantly finds himself in a vision. Vision of a room surrounded by dark side figures, including his own father. After finding his way back to consciousness, Quata presents Luke with a clear, raw crystal and asks him to see what would happen when he connected with it. Luke finds himself back on Dagobah and has a conversation with his old master. Master! Master! Yoda. When he finally comes to the Kyber Crystal, when he finally, when he finally, I'm sorry. Oh, he finally what? When he finally comes to, the Kyber Crystal he was holding turned green. Quada gives him his repaired blue saber and tells him to keep the green crystal to replace the blue one later, explaining that shift in color. It's worth noting that he, that we technically we technically know why Luke's lightsaber changed, because the big fight scene at the start of Return of the Jedi takes place outside against a clear blue sky. A blue blade would have stood wouldn't have stood out. 
So George Lucas swapped in a green saber and figured no one would notice. This is I, really I really have a hard time believing that he swapped in this thing and yeah, nobody would notice. So anyway, that's a uh, horseshit. Horseshit, horseshit, horseshit. Yeah, and, red fucking say, I, I don't know. You know, I, the, the comics sometimes, they they really stretch things out. And I'm, I'm really curious as to how much, like, like you know, like like guys like Pablo Hidalgo or fucking Dave Filoni are really involved. Him. Are really involved in 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 the 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 approval of of the writing of these books, because I think sometimes these writers just throw shit against the wall and like, oh, let's see if this fucking sticks. Look, I look, I kind of like the fact he used Qui Gon's uh, crystal. Yeah, that he legend. found in Obi Wan's uh, gimmick over there. But at the same time. The crystal chose him now because he, you know, it turned green and whatever. That that's kind of cool. But he didn't have his old repaired hilt, the blue saber. He didn't have it. Yeah. Because the saber, the, the hilt of the new saber is different from the hilt of the old saber. Totally different. Yeah. So I don't but, know what the. I yeah. Don't know, so maybe. so so now you know, you know the story. What happened to the fucking first saber is, is still got to be told. Mystery box, bro. Mystery and and, box. and how it wound up in Maz Kanata's possession, and this and that, and blah blah blah. You know, she bought it off a bunch of fucking um, Ugnats and uh, Ugnats and a in a fire cell. Here we go. Mandalorian season four becoming a movie is being discussed at Lucasfilm. What are your thoughts and, on that? Uh, please, I mean, so we're, so we're gonna lose, a, you know, another two 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 plus hours of show because they want to make it a movie. Uh, you know they'll have a hit on their hands. I can tell you that, and that's probably will make the money that they fucking need. But and, and that's probably the only reason why they're thinking about doing it, not because it makes fucking sense any other way. I think it's fucking bullshit. But anyway, well, rumor is that Dave Filoni is going to incorporate uh, Ahsoka season two and season four of Mandalorian into this one movie because uh, Iger wants to put out films to make money back. Yeah, of course. That's that's what they're looking to fucking do is make some dough. I get it. Yeah. Um, and it's because a because of Disney Plus. We know this at this point, right? No, definitely. You know who loves dough? Who loves dough? Um, who loves dough? Lando. Lando. I got it. There we go. Nice. Thank you. Speaking of Lando, and in a shocking turn of events. Is it really shocking? Shocking turn of events. Another writer has been ousted out of their position in, in, in a writing situation. Dum dum dum. Justin Unreal. Simeon. You know, you know what a Simeon is? Monkey. Justin Simeon gets the axe and is replaced by Donald Glover and his brother, Stephen, to write the Lando series at Disney. Danny? Yeah, Danny Glover. <laughs> I'm happy about this. Because Justin Simeon is a fucking woke nightmare, which would have made fucking Lando even worse. So, but the way he found out was messed up. He found out on Twitter, on the internet. They didn't even have the balls to call him and tell him, you know it's what? It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Let's get the program, okay? You know what? Yeah, your haunted mansion didn't make any money. Y'all fired. You know? Give me a little Vince. Yeah. Well, also- this is this is what happens. You know, you make decisions that are fucking dumb. Now, you're not gonna be uh, you're not gonna be employed anymore any longer. No, of course not. So, since we're talking about Lando, remember all the tweets that we were talking about in prior shows from Billy D, saying uh, may the force Billy be D. with you and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, he finally he finally came out and told everybody oh, what's pansexual. Well, well, that's about. He's dropping an autobiography. Oh. You know and what it's called? Yes. What have we what here? What have we here? <laughs> it's great. So, someone said that if the working title for the Lando show isn't Colt 45 something or other, then they just fucked up. I think that think that's a trademark uh, name that they can't use. Something tells me. I guess um, so. I'm curious as to what the, what the, what the Billy D. Williams book is going to be about. Obviously, there's going to be a large chunk of Star Wars stuck inside there, but I really, really want to hear the Studio 54 parties where he's like, you know, snorting cocaine of Liza Minnelli's ass or something. <laughs> I think that'd be nice. great. So, the identity of the clone that was the homeless guy in um... Enrico Palazzo! 
You're right. It's Enrico Palazzo. Fucking guys everywhere. From uh from Boba Fett ends mm-hmm. up being none other than the clone that is named Kyle Sose. N-A-X, Nax. Nax? Yes. He served in several Who? battles across the Clone Wars, including fighting on 10th, Umbara, and Christophsis. Um, Umbara. Umbara. Yeah. Oh! So they, they, they made the clone a nobody. They could have made him actually somebody cool, but they made him a nobody. Great. Awesome. Nice job, guys. So, let me ask you this thing. Did you fund the ghost? Oh, oh, that's a good question, Papa Don. Let's see which one of my children is currently awake. Um, so the ghost. The ghost, the uh, so if you guys you know have been listening to the show for the last couple of years, the uh, Hasbro has something called the HasLab. And each of the brands um, throw up a HasLab every couple of months. Um, you know, you got the Marvel Legends brand, which have Galactus, and they had the Sentinel so far, and they had the failed HasLab for the Ghost Rider car. Star Wars has had the Jabba the Hutt's um, ship, the Katana. They've had the Razor Crest. They've had their own fair share of failed HasLabs. They had the Rancor that failed, the six-inch uh, six series, Black Series Rancor. Um, so now the newest HasLab that there it's out right now is going to be the ghost from rebels um which is i think the price tag is like 400 um it comes automatically with a harrison doula figure it's again three and three quarters it's not the six thing it's just the old school uh size um and it has hit the backing and the way the has labs goes is that the more people that back it the more unlocks that happen when the unlocks have other figures or other things that you could add on to the t- add on to the to the haslab without paying any extra money if more than the minimum bare minimum people sign up for it so ten thousand was a bare minimum i think they're up to about ten thousand one hundred and change right now they need eleven thousand to unlock ezra and i think at twelve thousand canaan unlocks and then i think at thirteen or fourteen thousand zeb unlocks Usually there's it's about it's about 25 days left. There's usually a big push towards the end. I have not backed the ghost as of yet. Surprising, I know. Um, I will, for sure I will. Um, I just you know I haven't had the the time to kind of get back and do it, and I'm kind of sitting back and seeing what happens. the The rest of the unlocks will happen, um, especially for something like this. Um, Bro, it, it, this is supposedly their magnum opus starship. Yeah, it's it, pretty, it, it, it hit the record within a week. Yeah, it broke it broke the thing, but it's kind of cooled off since then, though, which is kind of weird. It's kind of like been this weird limbo of just a little bit above ten thousand, um, which was the cutoff to, for them to do it. I'll back it. Um, my my big issue right now is that you know as you stare behind me, I'm really running out of space. Like I really don't have a lot of space. my storage area is really fucking filled. I'm getting a lot of pressure from. The family that is the responsibility party for that storage area to kind of like, yeah, I'll get your shit out of here. And if they do, I really have no place to go. I backed the Thunder Tank. I got that. thing is fucking enormous um, from Super 7. Super 7 also just did the Cat's Lair from Thundercats. Saw it. And I did not back that. I still, have time. I still have time. It's fucking, I, I have no room. I have, I have Snake Mountain and fucking Castle Grayskull down there. It's like where are you gonna, fu- wait, wait, where are you gonna park the thunder tank though? You gotta park it at the lair. You can't have peanut butter without no jelly. I am so fucking happy that you are now down this Marvel Legends hole because the shit that you made me fucking buy in the last like four I never years, made you buy nothing. You are a fucking prick, by the way. I just let you know, all right? The things you've done to me. I walk by this massive Boba Fett I have sitting outside my door in the fucking throne, and I'm like, this fucking cocksucker forced me to buy that. I didn't force you to buy shit. Yeah, you man. did. Uh, I influenced you, maybe, but yeah. I didn't force you. Fucking peer pressure prick. Peer pressure. Doc, I think you should buy it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really, really peer pressure. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, I got some good news for you. Okay. You got to buy the Thunder Tank. I mean, you got to buy the Thunder Lair to park the Thunder Tank. Otherwise, in your neighborhood, someone's going to steal it. Um, since... You're going to have some fucking Vatos rolling around with the Thunder Tank bouncing yeah, up and down. He's aware of Lucha Mask calling me. Yo, I'm El Gato Holmes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, good news. Star I'm Lionel. 
Star Wars infamous fan favorite Attack of the Clones diner owner is getting his own short story. Oh my goodness. My boy, Dexter Jexter. Dex is is uh getting his own story in from a certain point of view, the Return of the Jedi edition. Features 40 stories from 40 different writers to celebrate the final original trilogy's film's 40th anniversary. Um I'm psyched about this. I like Dexter Jester. You? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, sometimes Star Wars makes decisions. You're like, oh, that was kind of a little odd when they had the whole flow fucking diner thing with this guy. I'm like, this 50s diner, I don't know. Uh, uh, this doesn't make any sense. It's George being George. Um, he was a cool character, whatever. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, this is this amazing, massive thing that was necessary. Can I do without the story? Sure. But am I going to buy the book? Probably. Have I finished the Empire? Well, not yet. No, I'm getting there. Well, I think you should buy it after you buy the Thundercat Lair. But that's just me. Fucking terrible. Skeleton Crew is no longer on the docket for 2023 release. And here we go. Yep. Isn't he really a scrambling, man? They're like fucking rats with the light on. Now, do you think they pushed it back because they realized the this, this strike's going to go on even further and they need some f- footage... Uh, some material for 2024? Yeah, I guess it's possible that that's the reason why. Oh, do you think it was such a shit show? Uh, listen, it, it could be it could be both. Um, but this writer strike has really fucked people over. And it's a lot of people are not thrilled with the people who are scabbing and doing things and et cetera, et cetera. So who the fuck knows? And we've heard a lot of projects already that have been kind of shelved and, and delayed because of this. So Same thing with Star Wars Hunter, the video game. It got pushed back to 2024. Yeah, but is that a writer's thing? What? Is that a writer's thing or something no, different? No, no, no. That's something different. It's just a game. They got pushed back even further. Yeah. Um, the, the video games are always fucking crazy. You know, who's building what worlds? My, my, my brother's girlfriend works for one of these video game companies. Wait, I know your brother. He actually gets laid? Yeah, he does. But she, uh, she's like one of these video game designers. She, she, she does like a lot of the background animation for these video games. Um, the problem is you're, you know, run into some issue who can't deal with this, who can't deal with that, you know, who's now working on a different game. It's, it's a whole big fucking to do. So I'm not, I'm not so concerned that's, that's a Disney issue or a Disney decision more so than the, the studio that's doing the game itself. Well, I'm hearing rumors that Kathleen Kennedy's gone. Ooh, I, 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 I think every episode we've talked about this. That she's gone. Is it true this time though? I heard, I heard that there's some, some spending and shady accounting uh, going on. And are you trying to tell me someone's going to send two planes into the Disney building tomorrow? Oh, I hope not, dude. Fuck two Tie Fighters, no. Um, but uh, also, um, what do you call it? She's gone. Her email address is, you can't send her emails allegedly and all this other stuff. And, uh... Hold on. Let me try that right now. Cunt of the year <laughs> gmail.com So, uh, also, uh... What do you call it? Um, Acolyte. News came out that Acolyte in pre-production has spent $49 million before they even turned on a camera to shoot. That's How crazy is that, dude? Insane. On what? I don't know. Pre-production bullshit. Catering. Drift. Catering. I don't know. Tampons. I don't know. what the, I have no idea. <laughs> On Antifa signs. That's insane if that's actually the truth. So, I don't even know if... I Supposedly, Leslie Heldon has gone, too. I'm hearing all these rumors left and right. I don't know. Oh, come on. Who's telling you this? Doomcock? What'd you say about my cock? Exactly. I don't know, bro. I have no idea what's going on. I know. Uh, we'll see what happens. But Listen, anyhow, here's I'll, some good. I'll, I'll believe she's fired when I see it. Well, now that the earnings calls over and uh, Indiana Jones Five didn't make any money, now they probably uh, they're probably going to uh, start letting people know what's really going on. Unless there's a sale going on, they probably won't. Um, 
you, do you think that do you think that Harrison Ford was like I told these dummies? Yeah, right. You think so? Probably. Who knows? Um, I do know one thing though. So, uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back sets charity screening for Will Rogers Pictures Pioneers Foundation. You read this? Yeah, I saw that they had some um, charity screening at the man, well, the old man Chinese theater um, for uh, Empire, and they were charging what forty bucks a clip. You get like soda, popcorn, a hot dog, a handshake, um, and then you get to watch the movie, and then uh, getting some raffle or some Funko Pop shit or something like that. It's cool. Um, it's happening like August thirtieth, something like that, right? Uh, yes. You can have five hundred first members there. You get some free, free photos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If I was in California for that, I think I would have definitely went to that. Free popcorn for forty bucks. A little, a little An empire on the screen, absolutely. Popcorn trick. Nice, very nice. Uh, Doc, guess what? Uh, what pop? You just made the list. Oh God damn it again. You just made the list. Yeah, yeah. We do a show called, uh, we do a segment called You Just Made the List, uh, where we take lists from the internet and we bring them to you guys and we see if it's good or if the list is horrible, skata, basura, whatever. Um, we don't have, we have three three things. Doc, you want to go through these lists or do you guys want to wrap it up? Uh, we could mention thing briefly. You know, there was one list that talked about, you know, who are the most badass stormtroopers or, or go ahead, you, know, you go first. Stormtrooper um uh variations or variants that they had talked about. Um, you know, they kind of broke down the whole thing. Hold on, I'm just opening up my phone. Um and um you know, they went through uh, who's cool, who's not cool, who was the most elite stormtrooper unit. So, if you had a guess, Pop, who do you think is going to be the most? Like, you know already. I'm not going to ask you. Okay, so we got the Galactic Empire's military escort. Some black stormtroopers, some are Rogue One. Um, those were the death troopers. They were the Imperial's army um, stormtroopers. They, you know, were trying to avoid calling them death troopers again, but they were the military escort, the guys in black. Then you got the covert stormtrooper spies. These are guys who are kind of shadow troopers. They're like a regiment of the shadow troopers from some of the video games, I believe. Um, and then you got the Royal Guard stormtroopers, who are the ones who kind of have these red stripes on them. Shock troopers are most commonly called. That's where we kind of know know them as. And you got the elite killing machines, which are the dark troopers that Moff Gideon had, which I think are probably for me the top. But the Death Troopers remain the best, the Star Wars best that we talked about previously. Um, the ones in Rogue One were the, uh, the, the cream of the crop. Um, you know, like if you're in Cobra and you want to reach the, uh, the range viper of the Crimson Guard section over there, that's the guys you want to be. Gotcha. Totally understand. But I don't want to read these other freaking lists. Order 66 and the Four Jedi Purges in Star Wars history. 35 four, four Jedi Purges. Let me see. These, the, the, the Binge and Purge. The... the 35 Sith Lords in Star Wars canon. That's, a lot, of, that's a lot of Sith Lords that nobody gives a fuck about. How about that? Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. Take it home. Darth Maul, Darth uh, Spiridon, Darth, uh, Darth Spanakopia. Um... You can find me at Dr. Dr. Destroy, underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-R-O-Y-O, Instagram, Alex Royo MD on Facebook, and Alex Royo on the really newly branded X. You can find me at Greek Papadon on X, <laughs> on Instagram, Demetrius Papadon on uh, Facebook, Greek Papadon's YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Papadon is where you can get your Greek God Papadon t-shirts. Uh, NYWC on August 19th and August 26th. You can come see GGP. Go to nywcwrestling.com for ticks. Um, but most importantly, you can find us together collectively at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter. X. Uh, 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 
New Force Order on Instagram, official New Force Order on Facebook, New Force Order at Yahoo.com is the email. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for giving us your time. Thank you for giving us your ears. Hopefully, we entertained you. We enlightened you. But most importantly, hopefully, we did what we always set out to do, and that is get Star Wars more over, and speaking about over, with you, and not get ourselves over on the expense of Star Wars. This has been another edition of the New Force Order. That's just too, too sweet. The time has come. Execute order and New, new, new force order. Oh, yeah.